I don't listen to what people say Cause you talk a lot don't really mean you know the way Out here on my grind cause I'm trying to elevate Get up in the morning, hit the ground and meditate Ready for my day, got a plan, I don't need to wait Mind clear, energy, and I'm feeling great It's a good life, it could be another way To me it's everything, never just another day Nah Welcome to the No, no Titles Necessary, Necessary Podcast. With your boy Demera, actor, artist, creative director. And your girl, hot toddy, actress, model, singer, and fashion extraordinaire. Where we talk from the streets to politics. And the bed to the boardroom, baby. Ooh, <laughs> what's poppin', hot toddy? Nothing but, you know, me and shit. You know, I'm always doing the damn thing, just hanging out, you know? How you feeling? I'm feeling real damn good today. You know, yesterday was a little rough. Uh-huh. You know, I got burnt by the sun and shit. But other than that, I'm doing pretty good. So you telling me that black people can actually get burnt by the sun? Yes. I really thought I had some tough skin. <laughs> but I guess I don't because I got burnt yesterday. Sunburn. Second degree burns. That's all right. I don't have to deal with that. You know, even though I was out in the country all weekend, country <laughs> swag, and you know I was getting it down. But, you know, it's good to be back home in the city of Miami. <laughs> But what's up, though? We here for episode one. Yes, episode one is finally here. So gives a fuck. I guess it depends on what you're talking about, because sometimes I don't give a fuck. I mean, sometimes I do. You can put a question mark or an exclamation point on it. No matter how you look at it, we getting into it today. But before we get into that, we're going to go ahead and get in our first topic. Hot Toddy, go go ahead and introduce that for us. Talk your shit, dog. <laughs> Your shit is when you big up somebody who has a business, an individual who just is doing the damn thing out there in the community, or an entrepreneur. And what we do, we talk our shit in a good way. Because we're so sick and tired of people talking shit in a bad way. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to just big up some black businesses today. That's what we're going to do. They talk your shit. Talk your shit. You talk your shit first while I pull up my shit. All right, I'm going to go ahead and go. All right, so... In this first segment, in the first episode of Talk Your Shit, in our community, we don't, we shy away from the mental health aspect, you know, so I want to big up this person in this company that's doing big things in our community as far as the mental health thing, so Magda Demerit. Magda started Wonderful Counseling in 2013, providing therapeutic services to individuals ages 12 and up, providing supervision for student learners in social worker field. Normalizing Therapeutic Invention for Minorities. Join us as we talk our shit for Magda Demera and Wonderful Counselor. Give it up! Talk your shit, dog. If you need her services, she can be reached at www.wonderfulcounselorllc.com. She can also be reached at 786-906-8656. So how do you feel about mental health in the black community? It's important. It's extremely important. I do believe we are, you know, a people that has been raised to believe that we're not supposed to talk to people about our problems. And that's where a lot of generational curses come from, too. So listen, I don't know about you, but that's one of the hardest things for me to wrap my head around sometimes is going to lay down on the sofa. That's what I have in my mind, just <laughs> laying lay down, down on the sofa. I, I get it. But, <laughs> you know, you watch so many movies, but you just go in there, you kind of telling the stranger your business and it's kind of. You know, you got to have somebody you trust, somebody who got your, you know, well intentions and, you know, can't mm -hmm. saying and can pretty much adapt. Right. Not not much adapt, but relate. But relate. Relate. I think That's what being it is. relatable relate. is the biggest issue, right. more or less than talking to someone, because sometimes we are involved with people in our everyday life that 
can't relate. So right. talking to a stranger where you know it's gonna stay there. Your and personal, your, per- your skeletons, your Listen, y'all being and, and, and it's weird as it may sound, just like that person on the bus stop that just talks to you and right. tells you their whole life story, they feel like they may never see you again. Right. So yeah, right, 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 right. It's like telling the truth time. to a stranger but lying to the people you love kind exactly. of time. It's like a lot of people feel like they're not listened to, so to actually intentionally go somewhere to be heard. Is it's a big, big deal thing. for some people. I think especially in our community, a lot of us suffer with PTSD, mm-hmm. um, you know, from the community, you know, trauma mm-hmm. and tragic things we suffered growing up. So, uh, yeah. look, big up to all the social workers, all the clinical big therapists. Up, big up. Look, big up, big up, big up. You ready, Toddy? I'm ready. I am ready to talk my shit about beauty at the bar. Uh Let me tell you something about beauty at the bar. Go ahead. Beauty at the bar is specializing in private bartending for events, weddings, and parties. Go ahead. You name it, also specializing in fantastic alcoholic creations, such as alcohol-infused ice creams, Uh hello shots, Uh drunken gummies, alcohol-infused strawberries, and cupcake specialty drinks. Now, she offers so much more, and she services the Tri-County area. So you can find her on Instagram at Beauty at the Bar. One more time on Instagram, Beauty at the Bar. And you can also call her at 954-675-2123. For those who didn't get their pen fast enough, Uh Uh 954-675-2123. Holla at your girl, Beauty at the Bar, and get a little tipsy while you're at it. Yee-hee! Hold up, hold up. Toddy. Yes. What you was doing on the beach by the bar? Well, actually, I wasn't on the beach this time. I was actually at an event. And homegirl came to the event with her bar. Oh, so she caters. Yes, she is a mobile bartending service. And she specializes in so many different drinks and and fruit. And, what was and your like, favorite? Oh, man. Mine, believe it or not, because I don't eat Oreos, the dark Oreos. But she makes this Oreo ice cream. It is delicious, and it's infused. Say that again. An Oreo-infused ice cream. Okay. And she puts these little mini Oreos on top, and the presentation is always on point. But she she has the ability to infuse fruit. She infused strawberries. She infused. She makes strawberry Hennessy. So she's like a chemist. So she is the bomb. Strawberry Hennessy. <coughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I have to get us a bottle of Strawberry Hennessy one day. Yeah, we got to have it on the show one day. Like, yeah. just, yeah, while we talking that shit. Have it here while we talking that little sippy sip sip, you know. But she's good, and she and what I like about her, she's very personable, and she's um, hospitable, and she comes to the actual business wherever it is, mm-hmm. and she will pretty she will create what you want if you have something that she can create. She's actually really truly feels like a, a alcoholic chemist like she really creates stuff and i've never seen um w- what she's done on any level after i met her so and she services like the tri county area so she's very good at what she does okay now y'all make sure y'all go out there and check out beauty at the bar you y'all can it. find her on instagram y'all all right all right now let's get into it get into it all right, hot toddy. Now we done came up out of talk your shit. You ready to get up in this? I'm ready to get up in this ass. No, no, no. no, no. no. I, I'm just my ass. Wait, time out, Paul. Not Hold your up. ass, but the ass. You gotta watch how you direct these of the asses. Uh, all right, look, we about to get into this. All right, 
right, we we gonna go ahead and just get on by that right there. Who gives a fuck? Such a blanket statement, right? I got a quote that I want to start this off with. Okay. It's from Mark Manson. All right. For you all who don't know who Mark Manson is, he wrote a, a dope book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Right? Mm-hmm. Dope title, right? Check out the book. But the quote says, if you go around giving a fuck about everything and everyone without a conscience, thought, or choice, well, then you're going to get fucked. How do you feel about that, Hatati? Agree. I agree. I do think a lot of people just say they don't give a fuck because it's easier just to say they don't give a fuck. And maybe they're in their feelings. And it's easy to just say, man, I don't give a fuck. But deep down inside, you really do. But what do you say to the person that does have that statement at this time in their mind? It's like, yo, I don't give a fuck about nothing. I don't give a fuck about my family. I don't give a fuck about my job. Like, because you, you got to think of the climate of everything going on right now. Like, we're in a very sensitive, like, time right now. Like, so yeah. w- what do you say about that? Okay, so I do tell people just stop and look at what's around you. Right. So if you stop and look at what's around you, you'll be able to zone in mostly on what you should start giving a fuck about, because it's a lot of things that I believe we look at and we take for granted. You know what I'm saying? So if you look at what you have, how you bring in your money, your income, it could be your business. It could be a job that you've had for 10 plus years or two years. If you look at that with no value, then you don't give a fuck about that. But do you because you get to pay your bills and shit? You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to understand the level of fuckness. You get what I'm saying? Like, is it a level of this shit? Like, is it like I give a fuck a little bit or you just or you give a fuck a lot? I think when you look at a person in their present state, when they say who gives a fuck? Like when they have that mentality, I think you have to go to trace where did that initial point come from? Because it's a thought that you see in the present, but it had to come from somewhere. So what? initiated that thought to get it to that mentality where you're at right now to say, I don't give a fuck about nothing. Because you didn't always think like that. You didn't. And I do believe some of that probably starts in childhood. Some of Like, if we really want to go all the way back, uh-huh. I do believe a lot of that gives a fuck. Like, say, for instance, there's a father that was never in a kid's life. That kid might be like, man, I don't give a fuck about my daddy. So in that way... Why don't he give a fuck about his dad? His dad never probably picked him up. He got to watch other fucking kids walk around with their dad and shit. So I don't give a fuck about that nigga. Whatever. You get what I'm saying? So they have that mentality. And sometimes if it's never healed or if it's never been addressed Mm -hmm. or the father is the one that have to really address that at the end of the day at a young age to address who he is in that that kid's life, then I do believe that same attitude will be carried out and it's a possibility that he will grow up to be one of those fathers that possibly don't give a fuck about his dad either or he could turn and flip the script and turn into one of those amazing dads because his dad didn't give a fuck. You get what I'm saying? So it just really depends on how far you look at it. If it's present day shit... A lot of people don't give a fuck about what's going on. They don't give they don't give a fuck about politics. They don't give a fuck about like this COVID shit. You know what I'm saying? So they feel like why don't more people in our community give a fuck about politics? I believe it's a combination of things because a lot of our people are woke. I do admit. But I think it's a lot of people in this community that's not woke and they don't understand it. But what does woke mean? Well, woke means politically woke, like understanding what the laws are, understanding what the amendments are, understanding what the the Constitution is. A lot of people vote only when the president comes, but they don't know who their governors are, their commissioners are. It's a lot of it's a lot that goes into politics that I think a lot of people don't really dig into. And if they're not 
taught what to do, then they don't know what to do. So it's easier just to divert to that same comment. Well, I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to wait till the presidential debate comes and then I'll look at who I want to be my president. And I can honestly say almost everybody that I speak to, a lot of them feel like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I think if we become more knowledgeable about and, and if you really think about it, it's the president who's way in D.C. How does he affect us down here? He affects us on some level, but it's our commissioners that have to carry out these laws. It's the mayors that have to carry out these laws. They're closer to us in community. I totally agree because we have to get more involved on a local level. Um, on a state level to be able to see the real influences that happen in our community. In that aspect, I agree with you, but when you throw out terms like woke, right? So I, I look at woke as a, a spiritual thing, right? right? So now you're talking about a self-identity. So that's when you're talking about, do I give a fuck by how portrayed on TV, how the music represents my culture? Like that goes into a whole nother realm. Like, so when you go into politics itself, like I think that's the hardest thing for our community to say, I want to be involved in that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we push people to vote all the time, but why haven't we pushed for us to have lobbying parties? bringing our monies together to be able to say, yo, we give a fuck about what's going on in our community. We go push this candidate to do this for us that benefits our community. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's the way the game go. But as far as woke, we act like we woke. Okay, wearing the dashiki every now and then to oh, say yeah. I'm woke. Wearing the ankh on your on your neck yeah. saying you woke. Got a yeah. tattoo of it, but you're not really living it. That's when you have to open that third eye on the motherfucker. Like, you got to really just look at them and be like, nigga, you ain't never say the word queen or king until the last two years. So come up off the shit, because I knew you back in the 90s, and you wasn't saying queen, and you wasn't saying king. You were saying bitch and hoe and, and, and X, Y, and Z. You get what I'm saying? Right. So I think for some people, they portray... And they pretend because that's a trend for some people. Some people trending king and queen shit now. They got the t-shirts, king and queen. They got the king and queen t-shirts. Oh, this my king. Oh, this my... You ain't never called your man a king, and you've been married to him for 20 years. Come on, sis. With that, I'll, I'll say this, because I grew up in the age of, of Two Live Crew, JT Money, you know what I'm saying, down here in South Florida. So we, we know about that shake your ass hoe. Like, we, we know about that, but we can't negate a person's journey. You know what I'm saying? We can't say, okay, they transitioned or they went through a whole evolution. They have to mean the shit, though. Right, Not, Don't do it for trends. So I think that I, right, if I can understand what you're saying, that sounds like that to right. me in a little bit. So trends is a whole nother thing. Trends are, are the people who don't think for themselves. And whatever is put out there, that's what they fall for. So... Today, I could say I don't give a fuck about police, but you're only saying it because it's a, it's the latest hashtag. It's the defund hashtag and George Floyd hashtag and Breonna Taylor hashtag, but it's not a really true conviction about caring about it. I think people decide what to give a fuck about, and if it's family involved, they decide, okay, now I give a fuck because it's somebody I know involved in that area. If I say I give a fuck now because my uncle is a police officer and he's been a model police officer for 20 years, I give a fuck about him. But... I, do I get it? But does that take away the fact that I don't give a fuck about the dude who put his knee in George Floyd's neck? I would still have the same passion behind it because I know that my uncle ain't that type of dude in a different, taking it in a different level, though. It's like on a different level of. No, yeah, right. So what, what I'm hearing you saying is that we show empathy when our family is involved and then yeah, when it's not. Friends. We like the hell with everything. Not everyone, because I'm an empath. So I empathize with a lot 
that if I have someone that's close to me involved in something like that or is close to that, they give a fuck a little bit more than they would if it was somebody that they didn't know. Right. The old saying that we really don't care until trouble knocking at our door exactly. or, or our family affected by it. But man, that, that mindset is what keeps us divided. So when we don't care about our next brother as if they're our family, like, that's a real dangerous thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, when we throw these statements, like, we really should give a fuck about everything going on around us. I agree, because whether you believe it or not, everything does connect to you in some way, shape, or form. Every move you make going to bring on a new move. If we stop and just look how kids play, kids are at the park, black, white, Spanish kids, they play like it ain't no problem. You know what I'm saying? What initially changed their mind when they got older? Is what was fed to them? Is what they were shown? And that's what I'm saying. But let me ask you this question and let me hear your opinion on it. Do I give a fuck about what other people think? Oh, I definitely think that's a big one. That's a big one and I do believe that's the reason why. They're afraid of somebody telling them that and, 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 you know, they have it in their mind all those times that one person or two people told them they can't never do shit in their life or they'll never amount to anything. I do believe that that plays a big role at some point in their life gave a fuck about what somebody said until they came out of that moment of, you know what, I'm just going to fucking do me. And it is what it is because you're happier when you do you. But they don't know that because they're so busy listening to what everybody else got to say. Right. So the beginning part of what you said when you said you give a fuck because you're worrying about success. Saying like, oh, okay, this person shot me out. This person giving me kudos and telling me touche on what I'm doing. So now I feel validated, right? But what happens to self-validation? Self-validation is the most relieving thing that you can ever do for yourself. Because you get you up and it don't matter no more. When you walk out the house, you think about just you. I don't think en enough people do it, though. Right. I think a lot of people get in relationships broken and they look for that man to fix them or they look for that woman to fix them because they go in without self-validation. Okay. Instead of just saying, let me get myself together. Let me tell myself how beautiful they are. Not knowing confidence is the sexiest thing a person can portray. But what about fake confidence on social media? Oh, I hate so, fake like, confidence. Like, on The likes and loves and shares and all that. Like oh. to them, that that's more validating than them looking in the mirror and mm -hmm. I'm successful. Well, so I think yeah. we... I think it's two things. I think, one, we look for what people say, and that kind of prevents us from whether it be starting or progressing in whatever we're doing. And two, we idolize celebrity, and that's deadly. And it make you feel like, you know, you can't just live your life and just being happy with life. You got to create the same dream somebody else has when your footsteps don't look the same. But You're not walking as... I'm just saying, like, if it... If you have a hair salon, I can have a hair salon as well, and we could both be successful, and it's, it's no competition. But is that your dream? Is that your dream? Let me find my own dream. Let me find my own thing, because I'm big... Good for her, she has a salon, but I personally would like to op um, open up my own uh, grocery store. But now you're talking at, at a level of purpose, right? And so some things you may not have a passion to do, but if you got the means to do it, you may get into it because you know it's going to bring in resources and stuff like that. That's true, too. But wouldn't it still be purposeful if it was something that you intentionally enjoy? Like, understanding your purpose is one thing. Right. Walking in a direction that is beneficial not only to your growth and to your community, and to your pockets, and to whatever else mm -hmm. is something else. But I've seen people open restaurants. They have never cooked a day. Like, the hiring process is messed up. Their, their ordering process and inventory is messed up. It's mm -hmm. only because they don't understand. So, I agree with you. 
I, I just wanted you to speak on it for, for, for every listener that's listening at this moment. I, I, I agree with you totally because I believe that what, what you do in life should be, one, you should have a passion for it, and two, you should have a purpose with it. Right. And the thing with that purpose is that the purpose is bigger than you, a man, an island to himself. It's relationships. It's, it's how your relationship is with this or morally, whether it be spiritually or financially, what are we doing in that aspect? So... Walking around, even getting back to the original concept of who gives a fuck, like, I, I think we have to really touch on that mentality of a hurt person, right? Because hurt people a, hurt people. Right. In, in that aspect, a person who's lost, like, they just don't know just what. don't know. And that's talking, like, to who his whole life, from five years old, he was bred. Hate, hate to even say it like that, but it's the truth. It's the facts. He was bred to play football. So anytime somebody asked him, what else are you going to do if football don't work out? Don't what you mean? This is going to work out for me. I'm going to get drafted here, drafted right. there. Right. Now, let me ask you this next question, though, real quick. How do you know when something fits into your fuck budget? Fucking budget. <laughs> it's your life. You get to decide what the balance in, is. In, in, my, in my fuckism, uh -huh. you know, in my budget uh -huh. of fuck. I mean, that sounds like I ain't going to even lie to you. Like, I feel like... Like, I got a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got a lot of money and shit, like, you know, but actually when you say... You know what? I ain't going over this quota. I mean, I ain't finna be putting no notches on this coochie. All the miles already, we riding on cruise control. Uh-uh, hell nah. <laughs> okay, so... Go ahead, yeah. Okay. So we had to take a moment, y'all. Yeah, that's just okay. us. That's just us. This is the first time I'm hearing this, even though I've read that. Uh-huh. You know, I read it, but I never really completely understood what a fuck budget was. But if I have to really wrap my brain around what I think a fuck budget is, I would say if I really listen to those words, what's in my fuck budget? Mm -hmm. If I look at myself like on 10, like as, I, as far as I, what? Meaning giving a fuck about a lot, a lot of shit. Like, that you feel that is irrelevant now? That was now? not irrelevant. That was just but like. That you mean that that was relevant? Well, at that moment. meaning trying to figure out who to give my energy to uh -huh. over the years has decreased it in some ways and increased it in other ways. So I started about my, my career, my future. You know, I started giving a fuck about a lot of things that I probably didn't give a fuck about then. I gave niggas energy. I gave bitches energy, like just, just, just. Letting them make me feel a certain type of way, but it transitioned, and the things that I started caring about more were not the things. That okay, so playing I, devil's uh, advocate. Let me play devil's I know, advocate. That's what you do. Yeah, let me play devil's advocate. Wasn't it important at that time? Of course it was, but depending on where you come from and what you're exposed to and what you're around, like I say, like I said to you the other day when we was having a conversation. You just tried to go. Around the world, I need no, you to no, stay, no. No, stay still, to the question. I'm still staying on the question. Whatever it was 10 years ago that you gave a fuck about, right? Uh-huh. You said, did I give a I, fuck I don't, about it? No, listen, you did. Evidently, you did because you gave it time. You gave it your energy, right? So it, it was important, but it was important in that time with where you was in that pocket of your life. You know what I'm saying? So even though you evolved now to now is something minor, at that stage of your life, it was something major. Right, but if I have to, you asking me a question that's that's presented to me in a way that sounds like mm -hmm. I'm looking at a budget, like a monetary budget. Okay. Okay. So I look at those things now. Those things have made me a better person, where I can 
gear my 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 focus into another direction or put it to where it's supposed to be. The transition. My transition. Which is cool. Which is cool. So now if I look at my budget, my budget is bigger, but in the things that I actually give a fuck about and give energy. I didn't give energy to my career back then. It took a transition in my life to give me a moment of fucks in my new life. In my mind, I'm looking at it more or less, you know, value, dollars, wasted time. And I get to transition that into something else, into right. my my new, you know, you my new fuck budget, so to speak. All I was saying was, is that... So tell me what you think and what that means to you. Life, that we get those times where we're doing something that necessarily five years later that we won't be doing, right? Okay, mm -hmm. so, but but we have a mentality sometimes to look at each other and be like, oh, that was a waste of time. When actually it wasn't when you got a right. lesson out of it, right? Right. So, it's valuing the time in that season. Whatever the lesson, value it. Things right. happen in seasons and reasons of, uh, for purposes, right? That's why people in our life, that's why things happen in our life. Mm -hmm. So if you don't value those things, you'll take them for granted and then you'll circle around and have to do them again because you didn't learn the lesson, right. right? So wait, so the value, I get that. The inventory is, I, I believe, what you're, you're, you're t that you gave time to that you feel that you shouldn't gave time to. That's inventory and that's growth. So as you transition out of that, you're not doing it in the next season of your life because you took proper inventory of your life to be like, hey, this was a waste of time. There's no need for me to give this person or this thing energy because I realize it's not helping me further my personal goal and it helps me to stay locked in, right? So that's what I'm saying on that. So don't don't underestimate the value in those seasons. The thing is, I think what, what, what I heard, what I'm hearing from you is and what I thought I heard because I wrote it down was that's, that's what... I meant with reflection. You yeah. cannot fully mm -hmm. grow without reflection. True. You don't always see it for what it is. Yeah, really so true. it looks like a waste until you reflect and say, you know, I thank God for not having enough money because, boy, I probably would have blew it, you know. And now you can, and that's why I'm saying, that's why I was saying that. That's why that's so my powerful. fuck budget. Hold up, hold up. I'm saying, you don't even remember. I don't remember. Damn. What I'm saying. Is, okay, I'm gonna say. <laughs> For you. All right. <laughs> she I was in it, dog. Wait, I, was I got in you. It. You was. It happened at a different time in your life. It would have yeah. rendered different results. Mm -hmm. I say that to Mac. Shout out to Mac. Shout out to Aunt. Shout out to Erica in the, in, in, in the building tonight. But listen, we always say that. Like when I got in trouble when I was playing college football, right? Had it happened if I had in that situation, it would have been so, so much severe. bigger. Exactly. Right. So that's why I say that's why I I, I had to divide my fuck budget in time yeah. because in time you're living in real time. It takes reflection to notice a lot of your mistakes because yeah. and then it takes good shit to happen for you to know what bad toxic motherfucker. I didn't even know what good was until I found this man that cooked for me, clean for me, do these things for me and love me so much. I, I didn't know what, what love was. Love? Well, I'm just I'm saying, just no, saying, you got to give me you got to right give me that yeah. long Strove too, dog. <laughs> but but I'm just saying <laughs> from the bed to the bedroom. Vibe my fuck budget, kind of like a savings account. Back then, I didn't I, I didn't have that. So now I put all those fucks that didn't didn't really help me in that moment because I didn't see them in that moment. And now I have a big ass savings now where I could say, damn, I done saved and invested this this time. You get what I'm saying? And now my new budget has. 
more in it because now I've taken the time to reflect. Is it, is it more in it or is, well, it, proper, I think is it properly placed? It's properly placed now. I could say it's properly placed because now I'm adding to that budget and it's growing and it's prospering because now I've reflected and looked at what I've not so good because when you in it, man, you don't see that shit. Like, you don't see it. And when you sit and reflect... And really look back and say, you know what? I really messed up some money. I messed up some friendship. I messed up some work, some jobs. Mm -hmm. And now I can honestly say I value those things so much more. We could go on this topic forever. forever. We can. Ever. Listen, we could go on this Because it's so general. Yeah, and I love it because we could go on every aspect of life. But let me ask you this. And this... And this <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Is it being an asshole? No. Absolutely not. It is not being an asshole. The person that you're talking to who understands what that means mm -hmm. would understand what you're saying. Right, but we also have to remember a level of compromise as well. Of course of course, you compromise. Not your identity. But I think a lot of people try to tell you how to feel. They tell you how you should have handled something. I, I handled something based on how I felt. I felt a type of way, so I did what I, I did because of that. So you cannot person say, this is how I feel. Then now it's like, all right, okay, so you feel like X, Y, and Z. Well, I feel like you're an asshole for that. Well, you got the right to feel like that. But this is how I feel. Feel. And I think that's what a lot of people do. They tell you how they feel, and a lot of people mad at that. I okay, that's on a general aspect, right? Mm -hmm. So I get that. Not giving a fuck what people think as far as publicly, outside, right? That's mm -hmm. outsiders. But what if it's a mentor? What if it's like, we have to, you know what I'm saying? Because outsiders who, who you really don't care if they understand or not, so what? Like, that's the biggest thing about the I black I get what you're saying. Like, right. our elders, the pope, the people who right. molded us and shaped us. Right. There, there's you know. a level of, of, of fuckness that we have to give so, in those levels. So, real quick question. Go ahead. It's just like, a, okay, in law and you have a daughter-in-law. And she tells the son, you know, I don't like her. Right? So, is, now is it because she don't understand that, you know... You you get what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. can the son put his mother in place and still keep his relationship? Those are case-by-case -case scenarios. That's what I'm, but and life is case-by-case -case scenarios. True. Facts. So every situation in that grocery store, that rude teller, every, every situation is kind of case-by-case. Mm -hmm. So how do we take all of those things and generalize them? You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. It's impossible. That's what I'm saying. So in their, in their state, but, but over here... I, I I might not be able to do that in this situation and them not feel or understand. And it all goes back to reflection. Reflect on that shit. Like, so thinking about stuff like that, that, that we're saying and that we're discussing, doesn't that make life... It does. Because you have to constantly assess yourself. You yep. have to constantly prioritize things. And it forces you to communicate. It, right. That, that's something. But you can't communicate something that you don't know. But right? you can damn sure try. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. So that's something internal, right? Wait. So you go through something in a season. You didn't know what it was, and then you identify, and then you see the lesson you got out of it, and then you see how you grew and matured from it, right? Mm -hmm. So you're able to identify. You're able to, like, the milestones. Okay. So, that's the, that's so the stuff, my, that's the stuff we don't give our stuff pats on the back for. So my question is, do you not even try? 
because you feel like in that moment you can't formulate the words to do it. Like that out of that. No, I'm asking if say if I'm in a position. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm in a position where I might see a young buck on the street being a thug. Let's just say that. Uh But I could see this young thug. And I know that based on how much trouble I've been in in this current state, how many things I've done in this current state, I can actually I can actually say to myself, I could still teach this young buck something and hope it penetrates because I personally know that I might not be stopped and I don't even try in that moment. Or do I wait until I'm 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 in an elevated state to try? And I think a lot of people you do that. Like, lot that because I don't you kind know. of saying the blind leading the blind there. Like, yeah, but so, but that's another whole. That's that's another thing where like yo, you you can't tell somebody what to do that you don't really. You understand. say the blind leading the blind, right? A blind man who's been blind for thirty years can still teach a blind man that just became blind two years ago. But you can't you can't give him the feeling of what it is. Like you have 30, 30 years of feeling this experience, going through it, embracing it. Well, no, I like mean, wait, wait. A person that just became blind. All of a sudden, everything just went. Explain 30 years of experience in one conversation. I, I'm not talking about experience. I'm talking about the experience of being blind. If if I've been blind for 30 years, I could say, you know, I remember back in the day, I was uh, 20 years ago, I went to a library. Mm-hmm. This is how you cross the street. This is how you know when to cross the street, when you hear a buzz on the side of the whatever. You have to, there are some things that I do believe you can teach and people will still embrace that moment. Like, if if you've been blind longer than I have, there's a, probably a lot. If you've if you've been doing sign language longer than me, already been deaf for thirty years, can teach me sign language like it ain't nothing. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't believe everybody is as blind as you get what I'm saying. I, I hear what you're saying, like in in a sense, you know, levels. But when we talk about the other aspects of life and not knowing that you're out that woods yet, and then to try to direct somebody else, right? This is not a Hansel and Gretel where you done left breadcrumbs around where you know where to get out of, right? So it's important to go through what you're going through. True, but sometimes in the midst of going through the storm, someone needs to know that they're not in that storm alone. But it's not really advice. It's kind of just like knowing that. That's something different, though. Well, maybe it is. I get it, yeah. But but I, you know. Damn. Because it's such a big topic about where to put your fucks. Right. We gonna go ahead and segue in memoirs of a mama. All right, y'all. Now, so this is the part of the show where we do memoirs of a mama. This is where a mother truly gets to vent about all of the things she got to deal with being a mother or being a mother figure for somebody, you know? So I just want to talk to y'all today because I have tried to wrap my brain around why these damn kids always get so nice when they want something. But when you want something, they take their time and they act like they can't hear you. Talking about some, huh, I ain't hear you call me. Yes, you did. Your ass was just too lazy to come and see what I wanted. But when they want something all day, they doing all they can for you. Little old you who been begging for the last few days for something. I'm just trying to understand why.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, now that you heard memoirs of a mama, now it's time for you to hear Diary of a Dad. And this is a chance where I get to share my personal thoughts on what it feels like to be a black father. Knowing from experience growing up, a child is going to remember one important thing. Not how much money you spend on them, but how much time you spend with them. All those outfits, toys, and shoes, and the money you spend are all things that children outgrow in time. But what they won't outgrow is the time you give them. And that's why, despite what statistics and mainstream says, I am proud to be a part of this generation of millennials, of fathers, that are present in their children's life, that are present and changing the narrative. I want to big up all my black fathers out there that know you're not perfect, but you're present. You're trying. You're giving effort. And guess what? That counts. So we big you up on the day, my brothers. Keep doing what you do. We salute you. All right, now, y'all, this is our segment called Mind Food. This is our call to action. We get it. It's good to talk about topics, and we could talk about topics all day long. But what we don't want to do is sit up here and talk to you without some type of solutions you can apply in your real life. You mind if I talk to the people, Toddy? Go ahead. Do what you do, black man. Do your thing. All right. I'm going to go ahead and give them a little mind food. I know there are times where you feel like it's like, fuck the world. Walking around like Tupac, like it's me against the world. And it's okay to feel like that. But one thing I constantly tell the people around me when they're going through personal issues is, Past the emotion. And what I mean by that is, embrace what you're feeling in that moment. Take note of how you feel and what it made you do in that moment. But at the end of the day, pass that emotion. Let it go. Don't let what a person says, does, or feel about you make you question what you, who you are, and more importantly, what you know you're supposed to be doing in life. The hell with what they think. The hell with how they feel. The hell with what they're saying about you. If you haven't given yourself a chance in life, do it today. When you wake up in the morning, give yourself that affirmation and say, I am somebody. I am successful. You better preach, black man. Go ahead, Toddy. Speak to the people, hot Toddy. Well, I just want to tell everybody today, I encourage you all to just be more involved in general. Mm-hmm. Make sure you sit back and you really realize where to apply your fucks. Analyze and learn from it. That's where reflection truly comes into play. Sit there one good day and just realize where you've come from and where you are right now. And remember this now, y'all have to be enough for yourself and you have to be mature enough to really face those demons and look at yourself in the mirror because once you are out of denial, the growth can begin. So I want y'all to do this. Find your purpose and find yourself. Mm. Preach. Shit about a Honda, but about a Sebring. <laughs> and that's that, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank y'all for joining us for episode one. Who gives a fuck? fuck? All right, look, we need y'all to do a couple of things for us. We need y'all to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at No Titles Necessary. And on Twitter at No Titles Podcast. Now, if you have any questions, any comments, you want to say something to us or just big us up shit, make sure you email us. At no titles necessary podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to join us for episode two. We Eight can't wait. Pieces. <laughs> I don't think they're ready for that. Hey, but they y'all make ready. sure y'all are there for that. Eight pieces. 
Yo, woke up feeling good, feeling better. Thank God for this weather. What you wanna do today? Yo, whatever, whatever. I be talking to myself, cause I know I get her. Yo, she dope and I love her. You would too if you met her. You be stupid to let her slip out of your vision. She be on the next flight for you see that she missing. And I know you don't get it. I just need you to listen. Yo, never let a nigga mess with your intuition.